Hey guys, it's RMJ and welcome to the Together Will Achieve podcast. Here we discuss pretty much everything, so let's get started. Today my friend Sky and I, we interviewed one of our teachers who spoke to us about the mental health stigma and how schools can deal with it. Also advice she'd give for people struggling, especially students, how things have changed since she was last at school and also how being of colour impacted that. So first of all, what is the stigma around mental health? It's like not being able to talk about it or it being like a bad thing that you should keep to yourself. Yeah. So how have things changed since you were at school? Well, when I was at school, there was not a great deal of emphasis on mental health. Mm. Um, In actual fact, us saying that we had mental health issues was something that was laughed at um, and our teachers didn't understand it. Mm. And growing up in a city, London, that I did, you didn't have time to have mental health because you had so many other things coming at you. You had no time to realise that what you were dealing with was actually an issue with your mental health. And so you had students that were messing about, but they were categorised as behavioural issues. When now, looking back, I'm realising that that was definitely something to do with mental health. Or we would have, I remember speaking to friends I think at the age of 14, 15. And I remember going, and I remember my friend saying, I feel really down. Hmm. But it was like, why are you feeling down for? You know, um, being brought up in an African Caribbean household, hmm. um, there was no such thing as children being down because your parents took the burden of the financial pressures, of um, life pressures. And they came to this country so you could have an education. So there was nothing about being down. There was no, the stigma about mental health was really, um, was really bad back then, you Mm. know? No teacher recognised it because they weren't trained to recognise it. And would this just not be discussed about or? It wouldn't even be discussed. Even in PSHE, it was never discussed. It was never something that you delved into. Um, And in actual fact, it was seen as a stigma that people would laugh at if you said that, you know, you were feeling something or you weren't, you were feeling depressed or you were feeling anxious, Mm. you know? So it was definitely not something you spoke about. And when were you yourself educated? Um, I was educated once I got to college Mm. um but even that was the start I was actually properly educated when I got to university and I realized here that here are other 18 year olds who have come from different walks of life but they are very aware of their mental health Mm. right very aware of what hurts them very aware of where their headspace is at and some people were dealing with mental health in the dorms, you know, um, a couple of people committed suicide um, because of the pressure of university, because the, of the pressure of perfection. Um, and so I became aware of it and it was a conversation 
that was no longer a stigma but actually especially being a minority mm-hmm. that was something that I welcomed and I welcomed the conversation I wanted to know about being black and mm-hmm. suffering from mental health you know um and working through that and then as I got into my professional life um one of the jobs that I had was that I had to, part of the job that I had, I had to see a psychoanalysis, a psycho um, therapist, sorry. Mm. And through me seeing a psychotherapist, I understood mental health, not just from her speaking to me and like us working through whatever issues that I had based on the clients, because that's why I had to have this based on my clients, but actually seeing mental health through my clients' eyes. Mm. Um, and I think the instant that made mental health a big thing for me is one of my clients. She turned around and said to me, I'm going to kill myself because of you. And I didn't understand that. I didn't understand. But what I did know was that two days later when I spoke to her, she was like, you're right. Everything's fine. (sighs) And I didn't, I didn't quite conceptualize the like what bipolar is and schizophrenia is and all of that is what she was diagnosed with and I didn't understand that by not taking your tablets you um the your kind of levels raise up and um you know you start acting out because you're not because your tablets are what keeps you kind of in control um and so that made me very aware so I'm still on this journey of being aware of of mental health Mm. and this whole awareness could you explain that in detail yeah so working working with young people I'm beginning to realize the pressures that you guys have the pressures of not just society but school and family and realizing actually it's a very huge weight that you guys have on your shoulders and that sometimes adults don't stop and think about the weight that's on your shoulders, right? Mm. You guys live in a world that is social media dominated and what you see can actually have a negative impact on you as individuals. And so I'm beginning to see it through your eyes. I'm beginning to take away my understanding of what it was like me growing up and understanding that we're in in a completely different decade um completely different findings and understandings about mental health the fact that um adults now are trained and mental health is always being talked about in relation to young people just shows you the evolution 15 years ago when i was at school 15 16 years ago when i was at school that wasn't that wasn't the case So I can see the evolution. I can see the growth in how adults view children and view their mental health. Mm. And social media, if you saw something, would you think it would affect you less than someone our age or someone in their teens? See, I think um, even adults can, can feel anxious they can feel intimidated by what they see on the on social media right so a lot of a lot of people um they create this falsehood 
in regards to social media so they don't pe- paint the best picture mm. and so for me i am not i am not really on social media at all because i wanted to i don't want to see someone's fake reality i don't want to see someone being fake about their love life or or about um what they're doing for their career or driving a nice car that's great but when it becomes too much you begin to think well they have that and i don't have it you know people your age there are people that are going around and they're saying you know at 20 years old i'm a multi-millionaire great (laughs) But the truth is, not everyone's going to be a multimillionaire at 20. And it puts unnecessary pressure on you to attain a level of perfection. Yeah. At this point, I don't care about perfection. I care about progress yeah. in my life right now. How have I progressed from five years ago? Even how have I progressed? How have I progressed through the pandemic? How have I improved through the pandemic? Yeah. You know? That's what I care about now. And I think once you get to this age, my age, you start, everything else begins to be white noise and you kind of tune into your own viewpoints and your own understandings. And you try to understand that what's being presented in the world is not necessarily the true face, you know? That's a really beautiful perspective of putting things. So how do you think that schools are dealing with people's mental health now? Oh, I think schools are doing such an amazing job. One, they give you a chance to speak about it. And teachers are really receptive. Not only that, but they have amazing support, student support centres, um, pastoral care. They also have clubs. They also have um, mental health week. I think that is such a phenomenal change. And actually, it gets you talking. And I think that's what schools are doing differently. They're getting Mm. you talking and then they're putting things in place. Safeguarding things, yes, but also pastoral things. How can we help you get through this? So they have a lot of support that is tailored towards mental health now, which I think is pretty awesome. Yeah. And that's changed quite a lot since you were in school. Yeah, definitely. We didn't have student support. We didn't have mental health week that wasn't something but now it's almost it's okay to talk about the fact that you're struggling i mean prince harry and the the uh what's her name and his wife megan they talked about the fact that they were struggling and i think for a minority that helped ease the conversation and so I know that a lot of kids in school they might look at that and they might go okay if Harry can do it if Megan can do it I can talk about it too yeah and schools give you that support to do that so you think having role models being able to talk about it helps that is the best piece of advice I would give find a role model find someone in school that you trust find a trusted adult if it's not a parent a trusted adult who you can talk about your feelings with the worst thing that can happen is that you bottle it up even if it's anxiety about exams or about getting a really horrible mark in english or in maths talk about it because it helps it helps ease what you're feeling and it also helps you put things into perspective that mistakes are okay as long as you learn from it 
and if you take what I'm saying that you don't look for perfection if you guys can can understand that now that perfection isn't the goal but progression is the goal you'll be good thank you so much for listening to this episode and make sure you follow my instagram at together we will achieve